I think this also applies big time to businesses that haven't started yet. Right. Like if right. you're in the process of starting a business or you've, you, or you've started one you don't even know, if you're a 1099 contractor, you technically own your own business because you're a 1099 contractor and therefore you have to think of it from that perspective. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the, the smaller guys yeah. all the way up through the bigger guys that have already been established and doing it for a while. Um, I really think the range is huge on that. It doesn't matter what your business is, how what stage it's at. This is a really important concept for you to grab onto to take it to whatever the next level is for you. Do we have a tagline? Venture Hub Podcast, where we talk about your business, real or imagined, and how you can get it to the next level. Oh, that's good. Welcome to the Venture Hub Podcast, the place where we talk about your business, real or imagined, and how to get it to the next level. Uh, I'm so pumped that we're actually doing this, David. This is kind of exciting. Are you excited? I'm pumped, man. It's great. This is so cool. So we've been talking about this for quite some time, and we're combining our powers to uh, help people get their businesses going or move it on to the next level wherever they're at uh, in their business uh, cycle. And that's what we're going to talk about here on the Venture Podcast. You know, I know something funny. Uh, like last year, I made a New Year's resolution, and one of them was I, I made several New Year's resolutions that I have not kept very well. But one of them, <laughs> one of them was to use my powers for good. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great. That's a great resolution. No, but seriously, using your powers for good because ultimately that's that. Seriously though, that's what our businesses are all about. Our powers. Well, it's I sheepishly confess that, but it really was a genuine desire, like to take whatever I have and use it for good. And I think this is kind of a, a good way to to do that. Absolutely. It, it was just funny to write that down by myself and be like, I'm going to use my powers for good. Wait, you wrote that down? <laughs> no, no. That oh. would be dumb. <laughs> okay, good. I thought I thought for a second you were serious there. Woo. No, no. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I wrote it down. <laughs> so yeah, so we, we're, we're here to help. We have our levels of expertise in different areas. Uh, I'm a CPA. I'm founder and president of a nonprofit organization. And uh, David is a marketing genius and a video savant. And so that's that's kind of where we're coming from. Uh, he's creative. I'm analytical. And so that, we would be considered creatolytical. Creatolytical. <laughs> I don't know if we make up words for this podcast or not. <laughs> I just did. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, uh, first of all, why do you care about like helping other businesses? Well, like as my my business is to be a support for other businesses. I'm like uh, part of their Swiss army knife. They need accounting. They need tax. They need consulting from a business uh, structure standpoint. That's where I come in. They do all the work. They've got the idea. They have this vision of what they want to do, and I want to help see them succeed. And so really the the part that I really enjoy is watching them be able to see the pieces come together that maybe they don't know how to deal with or don't have time to deal with. And that's where I come in to be able to say, okay, this is how you set up your accounting. This is where this goes. This is what kind of structure you need to be. And then from there, they just worry about making money and then they really take off. So that's, that's kind of what for me drives. I I like seeing other people succeed and being able to be a part of that, uh, no matter how big or how small, that's kind of where I'm coming from. So what about you helping people? Yeah, I think it's um, very similar. Uh, like I, I like solving problems, you know, mm. um, and then I like being creative. Like that's just like that's the thing that gets me excited. And um, in, in my 
in my work, I work for a lot of different clients that have a lot of different needs and different types of businesses that, you know, they need to have some kind of message communicated. And so out of the millions of options of how we could communicate it, I get to sit with them and kind of drill down, like, what are you really about? And what's, what, why should people choose you over the 10 other businesses just like you down the road, you know, Mm -hmm. or, um, you know, and kind of helping people realize some of those things or verbalize some of those things and then kind of putting a neat little package together out of that. Like I, I, I enjoy that because, um, it helps people be successful for sure. Um, and it's also not one of those, like, I'm going to give you just enough to where I still, like we just put a bandaid on it or give Mm -hmm. you something really short. So you keep coming back to me, right? I'm going to, I want to give people tools that can help them be successful further down the road, you know? Absolutely. I think um, something, something else you just said that makes, I want to make a point is you said that the 10 other businesses like you, there's no business that I've come across that doesn't have some sort of competition. There right. is always somebody out there that can probably do it a little better, a little cheaper and a little faster than you can. So what's your difference? Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's a perfect segue into what we're talking about here in this first episode and kind of the bedrock of what the Venture Hub podcast is all about. And it's about the perspective of the business owner. And that's really is a it's a customer based perspective. And we call it the customer filter. Uh, mm-hmm. That's that's kind of the basis of this episode is to say, how do you view your business? Where do you start from? Where does everything come out of? And mm-hmm. that's really the customer filter. Something that I read a couple of years ago, um, Seth Godin is this genius marketing guy and he talked about branding. This is when I was really getting started into it and thinking that branding meant a logo because started being like a designer. <laughs> yeah. It's like, Oh, well branding means you've got to have a cool, cool logo or have a cool color scheme or whatever. Um, but a brand according to Seth Godin and I'm going to butcher the whole thing. So I don't know the exact quote. So I will paraphrase Seth Godin. Um, but he says a brand is a relationship and it's mm. this relationship that, that causes a customer to choose your business, you know? Absolutely. Um, and, uh, and a lot of times when I would start out early on marketing with companies or building their websites or doing videos or whatever, the, it was inevitable, man. The first meeting was like, okay, we're going to do this video and we're going to outline all of our all of our awards or we're going to be like, these are all the great things about us or we're going to show our facilities and all this stuff. And, and that was the leading point and the leading edge. And so I made a few of those and, and, uh, as I, as I make them, I'm like, wow, like, I mean, there are some cool things here for sure. There are some unique things about every business, but, uh, it sure didn't stand out. And it, Hmm. and, when I would watch something like that, if it was visually like pretty, you know, or some kind of stimulating, like there would, there would be value in that, but it's not like as a consumer, I would go, Oh, I'm going there because they have like the coolest widgets, you know, that they, that they sell or make or whatever. Um, Although I might do that if their logo is super, super cool, but that's a whole different story. Well, we don't need to talk about Apple right now. Right, um, right, right, right. <laughs> I, I th- but I think that's that's a huge thing, especially in the things that I've experienced just for my personal business is being a CPA, being a licensed professional, I feel this need to be like, I need to show everybody that I know all these fancy words and terms that they mm-hmm. have no idea about. But when I look at it from the customer filter perspective and say, 
what is my everyday either business owner or individual that needs a tax return done? What do they look at? And if they see all this stuff that they don't understand, they're mm-hmm. going to be like, he won't relate to me. So I need to go find somebody that's more my speed. And I think mm-hmm. that that made me feel like I need to simplify things. I need to have a simple way to explain how I can help them in a way that doesn't make them feel like, oh, this is not, like, I don't even know what you just said. So I'm just going to nod my head and never talk to you again. Wasn't it funny how when people know just enough to be dangerous, they use those big words. Yeah. And, uh, and the more they use the big words and don't really say anything concrete, you go, I don't think you really know what you're talking about. <laughs> Very true. Very true. And, and that's, uh, it's the, the fake it till you make it, but, right. but you fake it and you're always faking it. You never right. actually yeah. get to the point where you're like, oh, wait a minute. I, I, I don't need to pretend that I know this stuff. I can say, you know, I'm not sure. Cause honestly, for me, that's one of the biggest things that I've had to overcome, especially uh, early in my, my career was I needed to feel like, well, if I don't have the answer, they're going to go somewhere else. But the reality is you can't be an expert in everything. Mm -hmm. You can't be an expert in every sort of scenario because especially for a CPA, there's a lot of tax codes. There's a lot of business Mm -hmm. organizations. And for you to try and know everything, you can can only know so much. Your brain only holds so much. Mm -hmm. Um, And mine probably holds less than most. So I really had to get specific. (laughs) But I get questions. I'm like, "I, I really don't know. Let's look that up. And mm-hmm. I think that brings a lot more confidence to your customer than trying to say, well, yeah, no, this is exactly what that means. And then being wrong, mm-hmm. you know I mean? Pre- presenting a, a solution or suggestion and then finding out that was totally the opposite of true. And the reason <laughs> you were wrong is because you didn't know, not because you, you made a mistake because we all make mistakes. Because you're uh, too proud. They were too proud. To yeah, admit absolutely. Absolutely. And you feel like you have to be you have to be the one that knows everything as opposed to your customer is the one that needs to be uh, uplifted and supported to be mm-hmm. successful. And that's how you get, you get to be successful is by your customer being successful. Because the reality is the customer is bringing the money. Whether right. you have a, a product or a service, that product or service doesn't pay you. Mm-hmm. That product or service is is the solution to a problem that your customer has. Mm-hmm. And until you communicate that to them in a way where they think, oh yeah, th- this is absolutely what I need to get me to where I want to go. And they're just thinking, this is somebody that just wants to take my money. I mean, that's not, you talked about relationship earlier. That has right. nothing to do with a, a relationship between the customer and the business. And I think that's huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so why... Why the customer filter and, and how does that work, I guess? Well, uh, I think it, it kind of goes back to what I was talking about earlier, saying I had this impression that I needed to show that I was uh, extremely intelligent and very advanced in my knowledge in my field of expertise. But what I experienced with my customers was uh, there was there was kind of a, a veil there, a, a little bit of a disconnect between my customers and I, and I couldn't really put my finger on it. Uh, and then I was dealing with one of my customers during tax season that was having a totally unrelated situation, and it was a, a life issue that they were dealing with. And I just they just sat in my office and they just talked through it. And 
and it was way more of a therapy session than and had nothing to do with with money but it was but that customer to this day is one of my best customers and my closest customers because the relationship is there hmm. and that kind of for me that flipped a switch to say this isn't about them walking in and having a dollar sign on their head and me thinking, how much can I get them to pay me? Mm. This is a relationship that's a long-term kind of situation where you're helping them get things taken care of that they couldn't or don't want to do themselves to Mm -hmm. get them to that next level. So it really was a, an actual situation where there was a relationship that was formed and that kind of flipped the switch to say, look, these are people that need help and I can help them. So mm-hmm. let's help them as opposed to let's try and get from them. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about this from a little bit different uh, point with you because you have a, a, you have a different experience that maybe many of us business owners haven't had in that mm-hmm. you are a pastor of a church. And yeah. so you've been dealing with people and relationships ever since college yeah. in a very, very close and personal way. And you have the ability to have empathy in a lot of situations that someone like myself would be like, you just need to like get real and <laughs> deal with it and move on. But you've had to be the one that deals with the relationship and and has that empathy for individuals. Has that helped you translate to the business world and say, I understand that because I've dealt with it before and I can apply that in this customer filter sort of situation? Hmm. That's, a, that's a good question. Um yeah, I mean, I think that it's there's a lot of similarity in sitting across a desk from somebody who's trying to figure out how to market their business or their organization um, because they have some kind of a problem. They can't do it themselves. And so they they really need someone to come in. And so um, a lot of the times in, in the same way, like in a pastoral setting, counseling people, it's just asking a lot of questions. You know, mm. and trying to really drill down and get to the heart of what either what the issue is they're, they're talking about or what the basis is of what their business is. And then helping kind of reframe those things, you know, and being able mm. to say, like, yeah, I, I get that this is hard or this is um, this is a real challenge that they're that they're going through. And, and if I've if I've been there, then I can speak intelligently to it. Um, if I haven't, then I can still say that must be awful, you mm. know. Um, but when, when it comes to their, their business and stuff, um, helping them to see like, you know, you, you provide something really profound for people. Like I, I'm working on this, this project, um, right now it's kind of a a larger scope project, promotional thing. And, um, they took me on a tour of their facilities and, throughout this process, they're going, you know, this is our, this is the way that we do things. It's a manufacturing place. And, um, you know, they're going, this is phase one, phase two, phase three, phase four, and then we ship it all over the world. Um, and I'm just like amazed at their process. Like Mm. I'm just blown away by it going, you guys are doing incredible things for our community because they're, you know, they employ like 600 people. Um, you guys, uh, are so detailed in what you're doing. You're so proud of the quality you have and the, um, the, uh, j- just the, the steps they take for safety and things like that. And, uh, and so like I'm able to applaud those things with them, but also through the process, I'm able to go now, while these things are all really, really great, 
your end user or your ultimate customer that you're trying to market to doesn't really care about phase one through four. Yeah. All they care about is getting your product on their shelves, you know? Right. And, um, but I think that's all in that relationship conversation, you know? Um, and, and so it's, there's a lot more legwork on my end to come in and understand the business and really know them. And so it is this long conversation and, and, you know, meeting with one another and asking a lot of questions, um, to get a sense for the kind of the ethos around the brand and then being able to, to kind of guide where the creative comes out of that and trying to establish what do your customers really want? You know, mm. what, what are your end people? What are they really desiring? Because I don't know every industry, you know, True. Um, I don't, I don't know the food industry. I don't know the, the, um, retail industry. Um, and so I've got to learn from them what their, what their clients ultimately want. So, and the, and the only way that you can do that is by asking questions. You said that early on in what you were talking about there. And I think mm-hmm. that's, that's a key is to not come in and tell them what they need to do and how they need to yeah. do their business, but in to come in and ask questions and say, what is it that you do and how is it that I can help you and let yeah. them go through those steps and, and really walk you through it. Uh, and I think well, some people don't realize that they, that they have so much to offer True. Like if, if I have a, if I have a business or I have a, you know, some kind of a passion or something and I go, I'm not a graphic designer, so I'm going to hire a graphic designer to do this thing for me. And, and people don't realize that they are the one who really holds the, the nuggets of, of information mm-hmm. that guides the designer. They think, oh, <laughs> just come up with a solution for me. Make something look cool. Um, but really effective marketing, um, that's going to communicate something that your customers are really going to hear because it's going to address them and their needs, uh, comes from that wealth of knowledge that the business owner has. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so I, I think it's important that people harness that knowledge and experience, but then have some kind of an outside voice to help them make sense of it all, uh, or to kind of mine the, the important pieces to their clients from that whole bucket of knowledge. Does yeah. that make sense? Totally. Totally. All right. Well, I think that was a really good start to this podcast. It's a, it's really important for anybody who's running a business that you look at things through a customer filter. Uh, both of, of us have experienced that. Um, it is extremely beneficial to be able to look at your business through that perspective because it really changes how you do business. It changes how you see your product or service, and it's going to really expand uh, your reach and uh take your level of success up higher than you ever would have thought before. So we've got this podcast. We're going to be doing a few other things. Uh, got a couple webinars and e-courses in the pipeline, but thanks so much for listening. And hopefully this was uh, helpful to you. And it's something that you can use, put to use right now in your business. Come back next time. And we're going to talk about some more, uh, talk about some more strategies to take your business to the next level. All right, guys, have a good one.